coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Pitmaster here, I'm here, the Doc. Pitmaster and the Doc. Pitmaster and the Doc. We took a week off from vacationing. We're yeah, back. We are back. So you're doing a podcast with your daughter? What? I'm doing a podcast with my daughter. It's going to be about everything, but mainly about what's going on and all this craziness these days. And um, it's... Uh, Have you guys done one? We did one. We did it for like an hour, and then she just didn't like it. So she she erased it. And she's gonna. She's not used to doing podcasts or being in front of a camera talking. She does a lot of like uh, selfie stuff, like where she works. But she's not used to doing this like we do. So she just didn't feel comfortable. So we're gonna do it again next Wednesday. Oh, it's a good trial run. Good. So it's a topical uh, uh, politics, po- political. Po- be so is it two sides issues. of the political spectrum here? We're on the same side. Oh, okay. I would love to get an so opposite one, but in this day and age, um, it would just turn into a freaking. There's no. Can you get your stepson or something to come on with you and do it? Oh my God, no. It would turn into. <laughs> I mean, I would just, you know, give my opinion, and my opinion is derogatory towards them. So it'd be like putting them down. I don't want to do that, but. Yeah. So I think it's safer not to. I will if someone wants to. It's like a fight. I don't want to get in a fight. I'm not going to get in a cage and get in a fight, get in a ring and get in a fight. I'm not going to agree to anyone to fight. But if I have to defend myself, I will. So I'm not going to agree to do that. But if somebody wants to challenge me on any of my political issues, I would love, oh my God, I would. It doesn't have to be a fight. You could have an exchange of ideas. There isn't. Yeah. I mean, there there are, there you used rarely to see, you still see, rarely. People exchanging ideas that don't agree with each other. Yeah. It's healthy. It's good. It's like about vaccines. Do you take the vaccine or do you not take the vaccine? There's, you know, it's, it's a healthy okay. exchange of ideas. And that is true. And I, I, I believe that was true. Um, but I, le- I believe now it's so divided that if somebody even votes on that side, they have to be this, this, or this. You know, like, I'll give you an example. This is like, I don't know if it's a good example, but I think, I think like probably not every Nazi soldier was a terrible, some of them are just doing their job, but collectively the Nazis were terrible. So it'd be hard. It's hard to argue with someone that's willing, maybe, Oh, that guy's a good, good guy. He's doing what Hitler says. So to me, what that side is, they're doing what Hitler says. So they might have a good heart. Maybe they mean well, but I don't know how they could mean well. I don't. I don't even know that anymore. I think it's just. Uh, I think their 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 want and need for destruction of the American way. How do you argue that? How do you argue? You know what clears all this up what? for me. You know what I like in my life. Things that have answers. Right. Whether it's physics or calculus or engineering or fights. There's an, at the end, there's usually, luckily, it's not a, 
Oh, I don't know who won. I don't know. There's an answer. Okay. That guy got knocked out. Okay. Somebody great. won that fight. But what if that guy that knocked the other guy out believed in and he thinks it was his right and he should be able to do it? So he did steroids. So how could you argue that guy? How could you argue him? Because he's he's gonna he's a terrible person. Right. So how are you gonna argue? How I'm not saying to argue that guy. I'm just saying I like to bring my life back around to things that are that have answers. I'm just a concrete thing. Oh, so you don't speak to that side at all, obviously. No, I I I do things like fix broken bones. That there's an answer. You fix it. Get on with your life. We're not we're not in the middle gray area of life. Yeah. No, I, I, like I think that I think that for most of my life that's true, but I can't argue with someone that wants to do this, this, or this, and and to me that person's a bad person. You can't and you can't argue that away. It's like to me in the old days, the the Confederate ar- army. You can't argue that they were okay because they were trying to keep slaves. But so, I can't imagine your conversation for an hour with your daughter was you guys agreeing with each other. <laughs> no, yes. Um, Same yeah. side of the spectrum. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's a lot more like we're really on one side, but she's more about like I'm about you know uh, you know gun control, uh, border control. Um, those are probably probably the two main ones. Hers are more about kids, about what it's doing to kids. Because she has a young six year old. Well, it directly affects her. Right. So, and most, but I, I can tell you this from my experience if you exclude um, the school board or whatever, most of the people I know and they're on both sides of the political spectrum all feel the same way. This is, this is one of those unifying topics for a lot of people that they want the kids to go back to school on both sides of the political aisle. But it can't be. It can't be. I'll tell you why it can't those be. Those people that have kids. Then, then, then they can't be on that side. Because once you vote on that side, you're basically saying, I don't want my kid in school. I want everything shut down. I want the borders open. I want all the See, guns. See, in my life, I'm exposed to people where that's not true. Then how would they vote that for that side? <laughs> that, <laughs> like, it's going to make your head melt here. I know. <laughs> if you're like painting. <laughs> those people are out there. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's like punching a wall and then all of a sudden it's broken. You go, hey, head of my handbrake. It's like. <laughs> You vote for that side, you have to expect that to happen or want it to happen, right? Or do you vote for that side just to be cool or something? I, I don't know the, all the answers. Anyway. Why wouldn't we even talk about Marshall? We should. Maybe. <laughs> we should. Well, what else? We didn't do a show last week, and there were a couple of things that happened we didn't get to talk about, but it's too late now. But there, Mike Tyson fought. And now, what, Evander Holyfield wants to fight Mike Tyson? What do you think of that fight? Did you watch that fight, by the way? Yeah. You did? What'd you think? Uh, I was a lot, uh, I was much more impressed with it than I thought I'd be just because of their skill. I thought their skills would have deteriorated a lot more. Um, and they both didn't. Uh, but then it reiterated to me why boxing is such a one dimensional sport and why it is boring compared to MMA, where you can actually win a whole fight by throwing two punches and then holding. Then the referee breaks you up, yeah, dance around, throw two punches and hold, and then you'll score those two punches, but then you'll hold till the referee breaks you up. So winning a fight that way reminds me why why boxing is a one-dimensional sport 
Um, it's not, a one. Uh, yeah, not just with the guys that are coming back after 15 years. When you watch the top heavyweights, the reps in there constantly separating yeah. them is so annoying. Yeah, so that's what that reminds me. But with that said, I still think Tyson and Roy Jones still perform very well for 50 so plus they years. fight more? Uh, I think, I think the older guys watching old guys fight is like watching old women strip. Well, you were, but you said you were a little more impressed with it than you thought. I was thought. impressed so with maybe yeah. that same thing would happen the other way. He'd be a little more impressed than he thought. No. Yes, <laughs> I would be. I might be impressed, but I still don't think I wouldn't want to pay the same. So, like, if you want to lower it down a bunch of scales. I don't say, know. This this pay per view made a lot of money. I know what I saw. Oh, it did like a million pay per view buys. Yeah, that's that's like bigger than. That's as big as like some of those Conor McGregor pay per views. Yeah, I mean, it, that's it a was lot crazy. Of money. It was crazy. I just, I mean, I and there were only like four people on the card. They had to pay out, right? I yeah. mean, it wasn't like a ton of fighters. I'm sure most of them made nothing. Um, so I think it was a cash cow for whoever set that thing up. Yeah. Who, so, who promoted? So it? Guess what that means? More. They're going to do more, but I don't think it'll be the same. Because once you do one, it's a novelty. It's like, oh, everyone wants to watch it. And it's Mike Tyson. You start doing this over and over again, it's going to fall off a cliff, I think, in popularity. Okay. It was right. a one-time uh, novelty. It might be a niche thing where people, a niche where people like to watch the old guys fight. And then maybe the ring girls could be like 70-year-old <laughs> with like tassels on their boobs, swinging them and stuff. And they're like 75. They were... Back in the 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 era where it was like prohibition and shit, and they were doing the the Charleston and shit. I don't know. So if anyone listening that promoted that Tyson fight, John's got some ideas. I'm an idea the, guy. <laughs> the next one. All right. So that was one thing we didn't get to talk about. I don't know if there was anything else. There were some fights this weekend. The one thing um, I was pretty tired watching these. So the one thing I did take away from this was the one guy that was almost like pulling guard and then got himself slammed. Who was that? Do you know who that was on here? I remember waking up briefly and seeing this happen. Yeah, it was a guy. Uh, his name was... Uh, his name was... Uh, he seemed like he has a brother with the same name. Sims or Mims or... Uh, was that... Mims or... I don't know who that was. was Levitt against... Oh, was it Weeman? Weeman, Weeman, Weeman yeah, yeah. and Levitt, yeah. yeah. So... So this wasn't just a slam, like the guy picked him up, did a takedown and slammed him, right? This was a, he had his legs, the guy getting slammed was trying to pull guard, I guess? No, no, he was trying to take him down. And then the guy was trying to go back and get guard. And then he stood up. And so the guy had his arms, his legs wrapped around him. He should have let go right away. He didn't let go. I know that would never happen. But then, then all of a sudden he thought about it and it looked like he started to let go. And the guy pulled him in and started rushing forward he was going to his own corner and then the guy held on the guy didn't know he 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 hesitated on what to do he was like confused i'm like oh shit i was gonna let go now oh hello then boom next thing you know he's knocked out so this wasn't a typical slam he slammed him but he also had his forearm across the guy's neck or head as he slammed him like it was extra brutal and then i so i read something that that's only knockouts from a slam in the ufc it's rare there's only been like 10 or 12 of them or something ever. I think 19, but yeah. Not it's many. not very many. No, it's, it's many teens or yeah. less. So it's not a very common way to get knocked out. No, but normally are they, when you're getting slammed, they're breaking their fall with their arm or something. No, not at all. Not really. It's, um, 
I'm not saying they don't. They do, and they hit their head a lot too. But in the street, the number one cause of injury and chronic, chronic and um, and acute brain damage is from the from the concrete, cement, or asphalt um, because there's no give. In the cage, there's not only a, a, a nice mat, a really you know a pretty soft mat, but there's also a springy like plywood underneath. So there's a lot of give. So it doesn't happen that often. That's why it's there. So it doesn't happen that often. Um, but still that proves, that proves that even, um, even with the soft and the springy uh, bottom, you can get knocked. That was a bad knockout. That was like a five minute knockout. In the street, if that happens to you, you will either die or wake up in a nursing home six weeks later. That that kind of slam, um, which could happen in the street very easily, um, it just showed. And two days before that fight, another guy got slammed in the LFA and he got knocked out cold as well. So within two days, I think they were two days apart or maybe the LFA was uh, the week before. But anyway, the last LFA and this last UFC, there have been slams with knockout, uh, knockouts resulted. So I think if anything that that tells you as a martial artist is you need to learn takedown defense. You need to learn takedown defense because that can happen very easily in the street and you're not going to just get knocked out. Even if you just got knocked down the street and the referee doesn't rush in to save you or you don't have a really respectful um you know, a sportsman like like uh, like Levitt was. Levitt, as soon as he slammed him, he could have hit him at least two or three more times. But he just saw and he and he stood up and he's like, you know, I'm done. If somebody does that to you in the street, he's going to keep slamming your head against the concrete. Well, we've seen those that. videos. We've seen the videos months. all day long, and and those videos are happening more and more now. So dangerous. So dangerous. The, the slam, even a hard takedown, like a running double leg takedown, it's going to, you can try to uh, backdrop and we do that all the time. But if, if, if a really, a really skilled, dynamic, uh, explosive uh, wrestler takes you down with a running double, your head is going to smash off the ground. And if that ground has to, happens to be concrete, goodbye. I mean, fuck, you're, you're done. Whether you're going to be in a coma the rest of your life, brain damage the rest of your life, or dead, you're done. So takedown defense is very, very, very important. Yeah, street assaults end differently than they do in a fighting cage. Like, they often end with someone hitting their head, and then they're out. And then they're getting kicked, and then they're and getting socked. Even if kicked. they get hit and knocked down, they hit their own head and get knocked out on the ground. I mean, just the ground does not move. Yeah, so the no. cage in the octagon is it stiffer near the edges by the cage than in the middle? Is it more springy, or how does it? Do you know? It's 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 the inside the, you know, it's broken up by with a with the uh, with the with the support beams or whatever they are under, pretty pretty well. Um, um, they're pretty well, uh, you know, organized or so. It's pretty uniform. Yeah, it's across. Right. It's not like harder at the edges near no. the cage or something like that. And I remember one I of my this guys guy did get knocked out near the cage. That's why I was wondering. Near the edge of the cage. Yeah. yeah. 
It might but, be a, it might be a little harder right there. Maybe I don't know if it is. Or the guy that, what does say, the, or does here. the ground keep going under the where the cage comes down? You know that up platform. to all the way. Because yeah. you stand on that outside. Is that springy yeah. outside too? Where you guys no. are standing? No, but it's a, it's like it's like corrugated. It's not corrugated, but it's like it's like steel out there. Where inside, it's not. Oh, okay. So. Um, the guy was the corner was yelling, "Bring him over here!" So I, you know, he said that was his plan. He said he's been working on that. To slam him, to slam him and knock him out. Wow, I mean that was brutal. And there's nothing wrong with that because we plan on knocking people out with our punches too. I know. So I mean, I think it's a good a good strategy. Um, I, I think it's a fair strategy. I don't think it shows anything malicious of of the fighter. I mean, we're trying to knock the shit out of each other when we're in there, you know, or they are. Um, trying to knock each other out of punches, nothing wrong with that. But this is just a different way, and it doesn't—you don't see it that often. Uh, but there was one in LA LFA the week before. Now this one, and it's just like work on your takedown defense, guys. That's the main thing. Because this started for a double leg takedown, and then the guy just wrapped his legs around him. The guy stood back up, and so it looked like he was pulling guard, but I, I don't think he was. He could have easily gotten his legs down because the guy had an arm across his yeah. face, so his legs were free, or at least one of them was free. Yeah, now, he could have got his legs free. He just he didn't know what to do. He was like confused for a split second, and then he probably would have let his legs go. But it's too late. This guy, you know, this guy was boom. He was on a mission, um, and it was it was a great technique, and and we got to learn. You know, that was the biggest take home I saw from those fights. Yeah. That, it was slammed. It was pretty nasty. Um, yeah, it was. It was pretty nasty. Well, speaking of takedown defense, in the main event, there was some takedown defense. Vittori did pretty good takedown defense. Oh, okay. uh, In the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he fought. Uh, what's his name? The Joker. Yeah. yeah. James or what is it? I think it's Jake. Yeah, no, or Jack. Jack, Jack. Jack Hermanson. Jack. Yeah. Uh, was that one five rounds? That was five I think rounds. That was fight of the night. Yeah. I could see it. I, it's not. It's not going to go down as fight of the year. No. It's definitely fight of the night, and they both sh- showed a lot. But I think. I think. Uh, I think. What's his first name? The Marvin. Italian guy. Marvin. Mar- I think Marvin was just too. Uh, I think he was. He was ahead. You know, for almost all of it, he might have lost one round. I. I saw him winning. He won the first two rounds. The third round, I don't know, might have yeah. gone back towards Hermanson. And then they And even that round, I didn't see it being one sided for Hermanson at all, even though the the announcer said that and the corner, even his corner, oh yeah, you won the first two, but you just lost that one. I don't I didn't see that at all. I, I thought it could have gone e- either way, but he definitely won the first two and the last two. So he definitely won that fight. So it was a one sided fight. They did they did both land, but I think he landed at a much higher rate. And, you know, it wasn't a slugfest. He was catching with a straight left a lot. And uh, he, got, he, got, he got taken down a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah, but he had very good takedown defense, yeah, I thought. He, did. he blocked most of them. He got out of most of them. He got his legs tied up and was able to get away. Uh, but he did get taken down. Yeah, he did. It was, it was a good fight. Then the... The semi-main, um, and by the way, this this guy is a force to be reckoned with. This Marvin guy is an eighty-fiver. He looks like a big, strong eighty-fiver. I think he came in. He was the under. Maybe he was favored, but he was 
I think not was, ranked nearly as high as. No, Herman. but I think I think he was favored. But uh, I mean, he's really a big, strong guy. He's gonna be reckoned with. But I just don't see him keeping up with someone like uh, Israel or or um, uh, Joel, you know, Romero or some of those guys or Coda. You know, Romero got cut. Yeah, that? I know. So never mind. Scratch that one. <laughs> yeah, how do you get cut? I don't how do you know. get cut? He must have. It must have been. They must have been conflicting or arguing about the the contract. Yeah, that sucks. Because that, if that's why, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Because he he did not get cut, so he he might have quit. He might have just said, you know what? If you don't pay me X amount, I'm going to quit. Maybe that happened. I don't. But think, you don't see. I don't uh, think you would Tori on the same level as like an Adesanya, that just the precision and no. the, the refinement. I think it's a little different level. I, yeah, I think. But I, he's a strong dude and scary yes. for sure. No, I think he will be. I don't know how many fights he has. What's his record? Sixteen and four. I don't I know how many that. of those are in the UFC. But yeah, I think with a couple more UFC fights, he might be. But I don't think he's in the same level as uh, as Israel right now. I just don't. And he doesn't. Um, he seems like a big, strong guy, but he's not like a one-punch knockout guy like Mark Hunt or something like that. But then we had a then we had a semi-main OSP against uh, Jermaine Hill. Hill, yeah, Hill. Was it Jermaine Hill? It's Jamahal. What? This guy. Oh, okay. Hill. So Hill. Um, Hill seven and zero. Yeah, Hill. Uh, young guy. I think he's a young, younger guy. Yeah, he was definitely l- losing the first round. I think it was a second round KO. Um, he was definitely losing the first round, and it seemed like uh, OSP had the distance, had the range, had the movement down. It just seemed like he was going to win that fight, and then. The second round, I think it was the second round. It was second, halfway in the second round. Um, he got caught one punch. That might have hurt him because it just seemed like he gave up his strategy and he just kind of laid it. You can't rope a dope on the cage. There's no cage a dope. Okay? There was a rope a dope because the, the rope was like, you know, four and a half, five feet high. Guys like Muhammad Ali could lean over. The ropes and the punches would avoid you. Maybe if you're Stefan Struve, you could yeah. do a cage, cage dope. dope. <laughs> He's the only one. No, you can't because you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to touch the top of it or go on the other side. And you're not allowed it. to hold it, right? You can't no, hold the top of the cage. Not at all. So you can't ro- you can't cage a dope. So he it seemed like he got caught against the cage and then he just um, Hill opened up and caught him and just dropped him and and uh, fight was over. But um. It, it was going all his round, the first round, and then even the beginning of the second, all I can think is that Hill caught him with something and he changed his, uh, you know, it just, it hurt him and he, he went in for the kill. So I think that what, what that tells me is, um, you know, like the takedown defense is so important for getting slammed and, and you know, your head and shit like that. I think something like this shows me that so many fighters like Hill, especially with that less than 10 fights, they'll hurt someone and not realize it right away. And with an old veteran like uh, uh, like OSP, 
if he if he OSP grabbed him and clinched and cleared his head, boom, I think the middle of the second round, he would have been back and he might have won the fight. But I think it showed that Hill has a really good, keen sense of uh, killer instinct, which is a very, very important. Uh, it's a very important instinct to have if you want to be a fighter because he sensed right away, even before anyone else did, that he had hurt uh, OSP and he went in for the kill. Can that one be taught or that's just inborn in your fighter when you get him? I think, I think like speed, um, you, you are, you are going to have a lot more of it if you're born with it genetically, but it can be worked on and improved. What about like heart? Heart, heart versus is, killer yeah, instinct. Heart is, heart is, has nothing to do with that. Heart would be, you got dropped. Right. And the referee said, thinks it was a low blow. So if you have no heart, you'll say, yeah, it was a low blow. Let's stop the fight and, and, and get a no contest. Where if you have heart, you're going to go, that hit my liver. I, I, I'm going to, I got to keep fighting. You know, so you, you take the easy way, which is nothing is easy in a fight if you don't have the heart. And in the heart, you know, you, you'll, like I said, you get hit. I've seen people do this. You get hit in the liver and the ref thinks you got hit in the balls. You're going to say, no, that was my liver. And you're going to take the loss as opposed to trying to take the easy way. Yeah, that's a tricky one. I always think of heart as like your willingness to go on in the face of adversity. Like you're losing or you just you just want to fight. Yeah. You just want to keep going. But like that, like versus that. the uh, take an easy way out. Which yeah. I guess I guess could be the opposite of heart. Yeah, that but, means you don't have the heart. But but you've told me in the past you really can't train heart. You can't you're teach fighting. it. You either killer have instinct seems like the same to me. Like you either have that killer instinct or maybe you can teach yeah. it into him. I, don't I think know. I think you teach you can teach it. And it comes with experience because now you see, oh, shit, the guy's eyes are like this. That means I hurt him, you know, or something like that. But I think a lot of people come into fighting with it. Just like a lot of people come into fighting with heart. But I've never seen anyone lose the killer instinct. But I've, and I'm, I mean, I've never seen people lose heart or get heart. But I have seen people gain killer instinct or lose or it. lose it yeah when they lose it it's usually when they it usually coincides with losing heart because then they're just not as into it maybe it's related to testosterone they're not as into they're not willing to push you know push for the knockout when they might get tagged too so that's a tough one that's yeah a, you see those guys like the gaichis that are <laughs> This uh, caution to the wind and get the knockout. Oh my God! There, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. He'll so get the knockout we, or get knocked out. So that was that card. Coming up, there's another pay per view. Is that this week? This this weekend, and Figueroa's fighting. Didn't he fight like a week ago? The guy's fighting again on a pay per view. How long did that fight? What the fight last like six six yeah, he's seconds? Fine. He's good to go. He's still trained up two weeks ago. Yeah. He's fighting Brandon Moreno. And oh, Tony Ferguson's shit. fighting. What? Charles Oliveira and Tony Ferguson. Yeah, the cowboy, huh? No, not the cowboy. Yeah, it is. is that the other Oliveira? The other, wait, no. Charles Oliveira. Oh, okay. So what, who's uh, who's the cowboy then? Isn't he the other Oliveira? He's the other Oliveira. Okay. So that Oliveira, that one's been making a comeback too in his, his career. He's 29 and 8. 
Yeah, he's been, but he's been, I think he's on a Who knows how many of these will be canceled before next week? Because on the last card from Saturday, there were three fights canceled on that card from COVID tests. Do you realize how how likely is this card going to go down? They got to start making these cards. You guys realize if a guy without any symptoms fights a guy that's, that's not COVID, there's no, no bad can happen there. I can see an AIDS test, which they take. Uh, hep C, a Hep panel, uh, you know, but can you fight with Hep C? No, a Hep. They they have all of those. You can. Wow, I can't imagine they'd let them. It's a bloody no. sport. You get a you get a you get a Hep panel. You get a HIV. I think that's all for that. Um, but for not fighting with Corona, positive test for Corona with no symptoms. Why wouldn't they let that's fight? That's the current science, John. At least they're fighting. The UFC's blazing the trail, man. Yes, they are. I wonder if the fighters are going to get the vaccine. You know, just like they treated athletes during this whole thing, they were the first ones to get tested. They were the first ones. They'd spend all this money testing the NBA and testing NFL so they can have their sports. Are they going to, are all these pro sports going to be, it's going to be health, who gets the vaccine? Healthcare workers. The elderly and professional athletes. I think they're going to be right there. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, towards the end of the career, they're all going to have autism. Oh man, you need to turn it into Jenny McCarthy on our podcast. It is, there's no like taking a like. Okay, you have you are you vaccinated from nothing? I'll never. Vaccinate. You never got any vaccine. No, I mean when I was a kid, I, I didn't have a choice. Like I'm not going to get a. Te- I haven't gotten a tetanus shot since I was freaking. Probably 16. Cause why? Because it causes autism? What no, if you stepped on a rusty nail? I've stepped on... That's a legit excuse. Okay. I've stepped on so many rusty it things. It hurts. Had so many cuts. And every time I go in, I go, yeah, I just had a tetanus shot, so I don't need one. And I never have got one. For if a, you come into my ER with your tibia sticking out of your leg, I don't care what you're getting a tetanus shot. Then you better hide it, because I'll <laughs> say no to it. You'll say you have one, and I'll say I didn't give you one. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So that then I can't do anything about it. That's but funny. I'm gonna refuse it when I go because when's, uh, when's the last time you've seen tetanus? You be coming in when's the last time you've seen tetanus? We have tetanus shots. Right. Hello. I know. So you think one we'll guy... go back to the medieval ages then? Let's just all get the bubonic plague and polio. Did you get a bubonic else? plague shot? <laughs> no, we there you go. eradicated it. You are a fuck. You're a, a, a you become anti-science. Vacate. What is wrong? What do you call with it? You? A vague sir? Vaxxer? Vaxxer. Yeah, yeah, I'll get a vaccine. I mean, I'm I, not an anti-science. I will get, okay, if, if they had an HIV vaccine I was still playing the field, I would definitely get one. But you don't know. Polio. You, you can get it from your partner. You know? Polio, you gotta, I would get it. You got to assume your partner's not playing the field, too. No, yeah. but not if you get a vaccine. To get an HIV vaccine? Yes. Well, maybe you won't go get it from somewhere else. No, but if they get it, then at least they won't give it to me. So I'm going to get the vaccine. If there was an HIV vaccine, I'd get it. Polio, yes, I'd get it. Um, if there was um, something else that will kill me, yeah, I'll get it. But for so, so I don't have the sniffles and maybe and maybe lose my taste for like three hours, I'm not going to get a vaccine for something that's not going to bother me in the first place. Like, it's like it's just the dumbest thing in the world. It's like. It's like what can what can bother you? What's like the worst thing? Like I have a calf. Cramp. All right, so I, my, I have a calf cramp once, probably once every three months when I wake up, I have a little calf cramp. I'm not gonna get a vaccination for it because it doesn't bother me enough to do it. If it meant I couldn't walk and and work, then I'll get a vaccination for it. 
what if your parents are coming to visit and your calf cramp could kill them? Then would you get a vaccine? No, I would tell them to wear a fucking N95 <laughs> mask and for them to get a vaccination. If they're getting a vaccination, what would it matter if I got one? Well, the only trick to that is, though, people that are out in the public responding to healthcare problems like me is I'm going to get vaccinated because I'm at an emergency room that, that someone could get it from me. I, I would, can't tell those people to go get vaccinated. Even if I was working in the ER still, I would never get it because... Even if they gave it to me, boom, I get it once, I'll cough twice, and then I'll be, I'll be vaccinated. I'll be vaccinated by having it, right? I'll have my herd immunity. So why would I worry this is about coming it? coming from the Hackleman Journal of Science. Anyway, but take Prove take. me wrong. <laughs> well, what's wrong about that? Yeah, like if, if I want to get to the point where I want to have my family come visit and I don't want to have to worry about giving it to my 80-year-old father, I'd rather know I'm not. How about him to get a vaccination? He should, but they're they're not going to be first on the list either. No, but say he got it, then would you worry about getting it all? If if everyone around me is well, that's the whole way herd immunity works, and that's the whole reason why these people that live in Washington can decide I'm not going to vaccinate my children because everyone else's kids got vaccinated, so I'm not going to vaccinate my kids, and then all of a sudden measles makes a comeback. Yeah, I believe in vaccines. Yeah, so I th- and I think I some. Know. I think if the if the if the, the disease. Earth, oh, by the way, the Earth is round too. I just. Thought I I'd think if the di- I think <laughs> if the disease is worse than the than the fucking cure, but the cure there's there's no what are, are you, you gonna, afraid of a vaccine? Get a vaccine vaccination. Are you afraid of a vaccine so, for what? So you don't lose your smell for three hours. What are you going to vaccinate against? You're vaccinating for herd immunity. Why not just get it with your herd immunity? Well, that's your choice, I guess. You yeah. decide to go get it. Yeah, they, they, you'll cough twice, then you go, I'm now but The now reason I'm why you get the vaccine, you're not contagious. What? If you get the vaccine, you're not contagious. If you go get coronavirus, you're contagious. And then, and then you're done. Yeah, after you spread it all around. Spread it to who? Wear a fucking mask. If people are worried, wear a mask. Speaking of which, spread it to who? You can't go out to eat anymore in our state, so I guess you won't be spreading it anywhere. I'll try. <laughs> We're open here. I can't believe we're open here, but we are. And um, yeah, we can't go. The, you can't go any. The, this how okay. This is how you know it's fake. I'll tell you how you know it's fake. That no. This is the guy that has the most information in the whole state. Was it? What was the? With the governor and then these medical his medical guys. The, they know more about it than anyone else in the state. And they were out partying without masks, hugging and kissing. And so it didn't they know it's fake or else they would. Why didn't they have masks on? They all get tested because they all knew it, it's fake. They all knew wow. it was fake. What's the end game? What? If this is all fake. What's the end game? What are we trying to get? Destruction of, of our economy. OK, well, we're halfway there. A quarter. <laughs> A quarter away. A quarter. There. We are. We're getting there. <laughs> anyway, but... I'll get a vaccine. I'll tell you it's something else. Here's your te- Here's your. Here's your testosterone shot, John. I don't get testosterone. <laughs> I would, I would. Oh, I, was that a secret? Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. I did not get a testosterone shot okay. yet. I'm not saying yeah. I'm against it. All right, so you get that, but you wouldn't get the Corona vaccine. Because I'm, I don't want, to, I don't mind coughing once and then saying I have it. I would rather get it that way. I'd rather just fucking call like everybody else getting it. I have a solution. Forty-one people I know got it, and the worst one was. You know they used to have. You know what? You know how I get the chicken pox was the chicken pox party. Your parents send you off. To yeah. Play with other yeah chicken I so I, I'll I'll give you a call soon. And I'll come over and get. It. I'll get it, and then <laughs> no, I'll no, be no, done I'll with it. it. I'll tell you, room four twenty-two at the hospital. Come yeah, over here, John. Okay. We're gonna. And I'll get that little thing in this. It'll be done. I'm not saying it's not a real virus. 
but it's not worthy of, of, of a vaccination, I don't think. It's not like polio. It's not like you're not going to walk. It's not like AIDS is going to... Where's the AIDS vaccine? I, I got to tell you. Where's uh, the AIDS vaccine? Polio must have been pretty scary for parents. Oh, my God. Can you imagine having a uh, virus that's going to cripple your... Yeah, my uncle had polio and his... Uh, yeah. He was there were the, whole polio clinics yeah. and, uh, you know, the, the severe paralysis and the lung problem. I mean, you know... Yeah, yeah the iron side, lung. Yeah. The iron lung, but then all the, the orthopedic problems. You would see people now... You get post-polio syndrome. So you had polio when you were a kid, right? You were the unlucky one in your neighborhood. You got polio. And then you got over it. You got better. And then when you get older, it affects you again. And then you have all these weakness problems from having polio from when you were a kid. So we would see those people pop back up. It's called post-polio syndrome. It's like keeps on giving. And that would be that would be something I'd be willing to get a vaccine. I did. I get a vaccination for. AIDS, polio, um, uh Oh, what's the one where you lose? Uh, where you start losing your things, start falling off. Leprosy. 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 I'll get one for leprosy. Because I don't want my fucking arm falling off. Like all of a sudden you're like training and shit, or having like some good, you know, good times with your wife, and all of a sudden your arm falls off. Well, this yeah. is part of being a good citizen and part of a society is you do things for the betterment of society. So if you can get rid of coronavirus by getting a vaccine which means all the businesses are open and people are working and grandma at the nursing home doesn't die. I'll get it. That's me. That's you. Yeah. You but make your choices. But, the, but <laughs> if, and if that was true and if we really should shut down businesses because people were, they are shut down. It doesn't matter whether you should or not. But it, they are shut down. Right. But it's not because of the, 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 the flu. It's because of some, some, some plot they have. It has nothing to do with sneezing twice. It's, it's not, hurting anyone that's not already hurt how, how many people do you know of your doctor how many people have died in this state that's under 75 with no other symptoms the problem is saying someone has no other comorbidities pretty much everybody does at that age i mean everyone's got hypertension or high cholesterol you can say everybody has something Unless they don't go to the doctor and they just don't know they had anything because they haven't yeah. been tested and they haven't gotten their blood tested or anything else. Yeah. Everybody has something. So it's hard to, to figure that out. You can say everyone everyone has something, but I mean... At that age. At what age? Well, you're talking about 70 years old. Yeah, so and above. Yeah. Well, no, I know plenty of so, people that have gotten coronavirus that are fine. That are, but then you also know people that are younger that it was a bad illness for them, but they're fine. I know those people. Um Young people. That when you I say bad illness, that, like you, yeah, like, that, like the flu, being sick right. for two but, weeks. When, when somebody has the bad flu, they cough a lot. You don't say, "Oh, they got a bad illness." They just had a bad version of the flu. I think this is bringing. You know, we're being for whatever reason because this is a new virus. We're treating it differently than we're treating the flu. Where the flu, people just kind of accepted it. You get it. You're giving it to other people, and there's people dying. We just don't talk about it. No, there's people dying from the flu, and we my, just don't talk about my it. My mom died because of the flu. So we don't talk about it. It's just part of cared. society and part of what goes on. I'm just saying, if there's a way to get over this and to do the right, it, as they, it takes a society to come together. Yeah. If everyone splinters off and half of people don't get the vaccine or don't get it, it's going to keep going around and keep going around. Literally, unless they open everything up, then everyone will get it. Then it'll be gone. Well, then that's what normally happens. Yes, yeah. and that's what should happen. That way, it should happen. The thing with the one thing with the vaccine. Is like people are dying from AIDS like crazy, and they were talking about vaccine. They're almost there, almost there, going to get a vaccine. That 
they never did that. It was what, 12 years ago? 15 years ago or some shit? No, wait, it was 40 years ago almost. Is that long? Yes, it was like 40 years you ago. Know why though? No you vaccine. Can treat, you can treat HIV now and make it basically gone in your blood so you're non contagious. No, if you're fucking rich, you can. If you're not, you're just going to die. A hundred. You have a 100% mortality people rate. People die of AIDS anymore. Like because they they're rich, they're rich people. people. Go to Africa, they're, all di- oh, they're still dying. Not in this country. Because people that can afford the, the cure. But you have a life sentence of death. It's never going away. This one, you're going to have it, then boom, it's gone. So, I mean... Well, but why? But there you, was no, but there's no vaccine. So now, all of a sudden, they can make this one in fucking three months, and you think it's going to be safe and good? How can they make this one, and they still haven't figured out the HIV one? Well, they're different viruses. Yeah. So, well, okay. So, and I think there was a lot of work done on the SARS one virus to make a vaccine over these last twelve years or whatever it's been, which has probably been used for this one. Anyway. Uh, interesting topic. I think no one's going to know the answer for about three years, and you look back and go, "Oh, look what we did, and we should have done this." Yeah. Anyway, shoulda, woulda, coulda. That'll happen. But we're done. We're done. Good conversation. Till next. You're time. a train now. Till next time. See you guys. Share this because this is the best podcast in the world. <laughs>